your greatest fear, your biggest weakness, and your deepest shame just might be the source of your greatest contribution to the world. Stick around. We're going to unpack that idea. Welcome back to the Business of Living podcast. We're all about living. We're not waiting to retire so we can start enjoying life. We're not going to wait for permission either. We're going to go ahead and live right now. So thank you for being with us. We have a fun topic today. Well, I don't know about fun, but I think you're going to like it. It's impactful. We'll say that. In fact, it could be life-changing for you. Before we get started, we have something to celebrate. Guess what? We have become in the top 50% of all podcasts. There's over 2 million podcasts, and we're in the top 50%. What do I mean by that? Well, 50% of all shows throw in the towel before episode 7. And guess where we're at? Episode 8. Hey, hey, I know that might not sound like a big deal, but hey, you have to celebrate the small victories. This is something we can build on. I have to be honest, getting feedback from you great people is very motivating and it helps keep me going knowing that someone is hearing this message, responding to it, being inspired by it. So, so thankful that you are listening. I think you get it. I think you want to live now. I think you realize how short life is and that the time to engage with life fully and go all in is now. Knowing that changes everything. And one of those people is Jay Vinitsky. Now, I met Jay while I was buying a sectional on Facebook Marketplace. (laughs) Uh, I suppose that's not a surprise knowing how I live life. But Jay's an awesome guy. The sectional was incredible. It's a great couch. We have it in our living room right now. But Jay just moved from California over here to Western New York, and the couch wouldn't fit through his front door. Ah, bummer. Anyway, he had to sell it. So I met him on Facebook Marketplace, and he was kind enough to listen to this podcast. And he left me a review too. Jay, if you're listening to this, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate that. He said, Mike is a genuine guy who is very present and listens. This is a great addition to my regime of keeping my mind clear and staying focused. Thanks, Mike. Well, thank you, Jay. Super, super grateful that you're listening. And thanks for the couch, too. We love it. Okay, it's game time. What do I mean by our deepest fears, weaknesses, and Shame are often the source of our greatest contribution to the world. That sounds crazy, right? How could these terrible things that we spend most of our lives trying to avoid and get around and push away or push down, how could they be a good thing? I want to start by giving you a couple examples of this. Amber Lago, tall, beautiful woman, riding her motorcycle one day, she gets absolutely crushed by a vehicle and is sliding across the pavement. She looks down and her leg is mangled. Her ankle is pretty much just being held on by skin. 
and her bones are shattered in her leg. Devastating, devastating accident. Now she goes to the doctor and the doctors gave her a 1% chance of saving her leg. So amputation was suggested as the best route. This also led to a nerve condition which caused chronic pain that was some of the worst pain you can feel. Worse than childbirth, worse than kidney stones. And this was laid out pretty grimly for her by the doctors. You're never going to walk again. You're going to be in constant pain. Your quality of life is going to be pretty poor. I don't think anyone would blame her if she sunk into depression and became addicted to painkillers just to get through the day. But that's not what she did. She chose to hold on to hope, to believe that she could still live a meaningful life. If you want to be inspired, I would I'd suggest that you look her up. She is now a, a TED Talk speaker. She inspires audiences all over the country, talks about resilience, about choosing hope, but also having grace on yourself. She's impacted so many lives as a result of this awful accident. Her journey isn't over. She still deals with pain, still has all kinds of issues associated with the leg. She is walking though. So she is in that 1% of that the doctors told her she was not going to walk. And here she is walking on stages and speaking. Maybe we'll have her on the show as a guest. She's definitely someone who has chosen to get about the business of living. Check her out. All right, this next example, I mean, this guy just wrecks me. I remember when I first met him, he actually came here to Western New York and I was able to listen to him speak and I was just in tears because I was so moved by his story. And you may have already heard of this guy. If you have, you know what I'm talking about. But his name is Nick Vujicic, V-U-J-I-C-I-C. Now, Nick was born with no arms and no legs. And when he was eight years old, he was so depressed about his condition that he tried to drown himself in the bathtub. I I don't blame him. I'll be honest. I mean, can you imagine what a childhood is like having no limbs? All the other kids who stare at you. And kids don't have a filter. They just, they'll just say it right out loud. What's wrong with that kid, mommy? You know, they, they don't have any filter. After dealing with depression and anxiety and suicidal thoughts and attempts, Nick finally got in touch with this concept of taking his pain and his greatest suffering and using it to make a difference in the world and to help others. Nick now has a wife and I think four kids. Now he uses a special chair, but he's very self-sufficient. Look him up online. You'll see him shaving by himself, taking care of himself, moving throughout the house. He's made it work. But you know what the coolest thing is? This guy is speaking to hundreds of thousands of people all over the world and inspiring them. Helping them see that they were fearfully and wonderfully made. That the way they are is good enough. That it may not be perfect, but it's beautiful. 
And if you listen to this guy speak, he will just wreck you, I, I promise you, in a good way, in such a good way. So this guy is probably my greatest hero in life. He has taken a very difficult situation, and as a result, he has changed lives all over the world and continues to do so. How is your list of excuses coming along with why you can't use your pain to make a difference in the world or to help others? Yeah, me too. I get it. Should we keep going? Oh yeah, there's many more stories like this. How about Sylvester Stallone? I didn't realize this, but his mother had complications during labor. He was pulled out by forceps. And as a result, there's severe nerve damage, which caused paralysis. Parts of his lip, his tongue, and his chin. I thought he got hit in the head too many times when he was doing boxing scenes from Rocky. I didn't realize this was an injury due to complications during childbirth. Look what he's accomplished, though. I mean, even sounding the way that he sounds, acting the way that he acts, I mean, his presence is pretty unique. But wow, look at all the inspiring movies that he's made and the difference that he's made in people's lives as a result. How many times have you heard that Eye of the Tiger song while you're working out or while you're running and it just inspired you because you thought of Sly Stallone training like a maniac in the snow and carrying logs over his head and overcoming all odds to beat his nemesis in the ring. So inspiring. Uh, Hey, how you doing? Adrian! All right, enough of that. Next example. How about Albert Einstein? After Einstein graduated from college, he couldn't land a job in physics for two years after graduation. Two years! He later became a Nobel Prize winner for physics. And now, the word genius is synonymous with Einstein. I mean, there's a whole product line designed to make your Kids smarter called Baby Einstein. Talk about a legacy of brilliance. In his early years, it wasn't so. He was often looked upon as stupid or behind. Interesting. There's more. How about Michael Jordan? Most of us have heard the fact that he was cut from the varsity basketball team as a sophomore and went on to become The best basketball player of all time. Have you ever heard of Viktor Frankl? He and his family were imprisoned in the Nazi concentration camps. His wife and his kids were killed by Nazis in the camps. He went on to survive when many of his peers around him were being killed or had slowly deteriorated because they had lost all hope. Viktor went on to write one of the most significant books of that experience and has inspired millions since. At the time of his death in 97, he had sold 10 million copies of his book, Man's Search for Meaning, which has also been translated into 24 different languages. If you haven't read that book, I'd highly recommend that you do so. But can you imagine having your entire family killed and being abused 
for years in a concentration camp while all of your peers around you are either starving to death, being killed, or slowly withering away to nothing and hopelessness. How devastating. But he was able to take that experience and help others live fully and overcome their obstacles. There are countless examples of people who have taken awful circumstances, overwhelming defeats and challenges and struggles, and made an incredible impact on the world. And there are plenty of people who haven't. People who have gone through awful tragedies and it's led to their ruin. I don't wish tragedy in your life at all. I don't think it's the only way to make an impact on the world. In fact, avoid it at all costs. It can be awful to go through. If you've listened to my second episode, you know about some of the tragedies that I have faced and how it's led me to what I'm doing right now. If you're hearing these stories and you're telling yourself, well, I'm not Sylvester Stallone and I'm not Nick Vujicic and I'm not Amber Lago. I'm just regular old me and my struggles and my challenges seem like nothing compared to these people. Well, they don't have to be massive challenges like living through a concentration camp. Your story matters a lot. The pain that you've gone through and the struggles that you've faced matter a lot. I want to give you a little bit more down-to-earth example. A friend of mine, Michelle Stockton, we used to work together at a local church, and she's incredible, a great mom, super smart, but had a very challenging marriage to the point where she needed to protect herself and get out of it. I won't give you the details, but it led to her and her two kids leaving her house and having to start life over. It was incredibly devastating and painful for her and for her kids. She was in a pretty hopeless situation and had so much to navigate and so much to process and work through. She found herself in a pretty hopeless situation. A few years later, she found a great guy and they fell in love and started a family together. When I say started a family, they combined their family So now they have six kids together, and you know what they did with their pain? Because they both have a story. They started support groups to help blended families. What they're doing is incredible, and it's helping so many people. I just referred somebody to them not too long ago. As you listen to these examples and these stories, what's coming to your mind about you? You know, it's easy to despise your weaknesses and your fears and your shame and your mistakes and stay stuck there and do everything you can to avoid them. Actually, some people spend their entire lives trying to avoid these feelings because it's uncomfortable. There's shame associated with some of these things. And so we'll often try to avoid them, escape them, medicate them. But what if your pain, what if your weaknesses, what if your shame is a gift? What if it was meant to be used to help others, to help the world? Did you know there's thousands of people out there that have 
struggled with something that you've already gone through that could use your help and really benefit from your perspective as they go through what they're going through. So I have a question for you. What is that thing that is coming up for you as you hear this? Is it a painful experience from your childhood? Is it a big mistake that you made? Is it something that you're embarrassed about? What is it for you? What have you kept hidden? What have you been avoiding for fear of embarrassment or shame or humiliation? What do you continue to run from, to hide, to push down? You know, that might be why you're experiencing some of the discontent you have in your life. Maybe it's time to face the other direction and lean into that. Take some time and think about this. I know it's a lot to process. We got pretty deep here pretty quick. But take some time and maybe even journal about, okay, what are some of the things that I've experienced in life that I've run from, that I've pushed away, that I've been afraid of and have not been willing to face or to take a serious hard look at? When you've taken some time to look at that, the next step would be to ask yourself, is my pain or my challenge in life, should it be used for the benefit of others? I'm not suggesting that this is easy, but it is part of living fully. If you really want to be alive and you really want to be an authentic person, you have to take a look at your greatest fears and your greatest sources of shame. Take a look at them. Stare them right down. You can't run from them forever. If you don't intentionally take a step toward them, they will come screaming out of you at some point in life. Maybe they already have. I don't know how this is hitting you personally, but maybe you just need to talk about some of the stuff that you've gone through in the past. Maybe it's something you've never talked with anyone about. If not, I want to encourage you to do that. Share this with a, a trusted friend or maybe even a counselor. If you're past that point and you're just not sure how to take that pain or take that experience and leverage it for good, just take a next step. Maybe start posting about it on social media. Maybe look for opportunities to speak, possibly at your church or in a local group of some kind. Maybe there's someone individually that you could reach out to and share your story with to encourage them. Take a small step forward and more doors will open up and more opportunities will come. Your pain has the potential to have significant purpose. Maybe your experience was meant to help thousands of people overcome what they're going through right now. If you want to dig deeper on some of these examples I shared to see how this unfolded for other people, I'd encourage you to do that. Look up some of these folks. Take a look at what they're up to and how they transform their pain into a significant purpose. If this one hit you pretty hard today and you need help unpacking this or just navigating some of the experiences you've gone through in your past, shoot me a message on Facebook at Michael McGreevy or reach out to me on Instagram at the business of living, L-I-V-I-N. We can begin to work on that together. As always, I am so grateful that you are on this journey with me. Living a remarkable life is not all unicorns and rainbows and roses. We know that. 
It means sometimes we're invited into some scary places to do some deep work. Often that's where the magic is, is where you most don't want to go. The place of discomfort, the place of fear, the place of vulnerability. But hey, that's where the magic is. Today we're going to wrap up with one of my favorite poems of all time, written by Marianne Williamson. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It is not just in some of us. It is in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. I love that. Thank you so much for being with me today as we get to the business of living. Have a great week, folks.